Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. And of course, glad you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in Galatians chapter 5. We're getting ready to finish it up here in the next few episodes, I think. So here's what's happening. Uh, Paul is writing to these churches in Galatia. We know he planted about three churches in this general region. Now, something happened that was insidious and horrible to the mind of the Apostle Paul. Now, remember, Paul was a Jew among Jews. He was what was called a Pharisee. That means he was a legal, trained, recognized expert. I mean, expert in the law of Judaism. So he was very much committed to the law. But what happened? Paul, on the way to Damascus, encountered the resurrected Christ, and his life changed forever, as yours would it, and as my mine would it, and did, really, uh, because I met Christ, not in a vision on a road, but uh, in a church on Mother's Day. That's that's how it happened for me, and it probably happened to you a little differently, but it doesn't matter. The result's the same. Our, our lives are changed. Well, so, so Paul was this kind of guy, brilliant, trained, but now converted and passionate about the Lord. So he plants these churches. He goes away, and then he begins to hear stuff through the grapevine. Stuff like Paul, well, maybe he wasn't all that, and then some. You know, when I think about Paul, they were saying maybe he didn't really have the authority of the Lord. And then the second thing they were doing is saying all this grace stuff he taught, all of this freedom because of faith in Christ alone stuff he taught, maybe that's not real either. So what they did is they began to go back to the law and to the shackles and the constraints and the deadness of Judaism. So Paul spent the first four chapters hammering that, hammering that, hammering that. So now we come to chapter five and he says this, for freedom... Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Now, he wasn't talking about physical slavery or economic slavery. He was talking about religious slavery. He is begging the people that he loves so much to do this. He said, look, for freedom, Christ has set you free. Christ set you free not to be under another set of laws, not to be under another set of mandates, but Christ set us free from the law and the bondage of religious systems that were never designed to bring life. Think about that. Are you involved in religious systems right now that are not designed to bring life? Because this is what he says. He said, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do, do not submit again to the yoke of religious slavery. So here's what we know. That in Paul's day, there were certain systems that were there and that did not bring life but brought death. Now, the first was Judaism. God, in, But now here, here's the deal. God intended Judaism to point people to life in Christ. But what happened over the years? Over the years, the Pharisees had added laws upon laws upon laws. They'd added processes upon processes, procedures upon procedures. Get the idea? You have the purity of the law, which was intended by God uh, to show every person, if we lived back then, we would sort of be included in that, right? Uh, to show every person that you're not good enough on your own to merit salvation. The law was there to remind us consistently and daily, we can't live up to the expectations of God. Now, did God do that so we would feel bad about ourselves? No. Did God do that so we would have a bunch of shame and doubt and guilt? No. He did it to point to a fundamental reality. He is holy and we are not. And to get into the presence of God, something has to happen that holiness is attributed to us. We become that 
because God says we are, because there's no way we can do it on our own. And so Judaism was there. It was a system, a religious system, not to lead us to life, but to point us to the life that we would find in Christ and in Christ alone. Now, there are today works-based systems. There are people who claim to be Christian, who claim to preach the gospel of grace, but their systems, their religious doctrine, if you will, is works-based. Oh, you got to believe in Jesus, but you also have to do these five or six, seven things. Oh, well, you have to believe in Jesus, but you can't do all of this stuff. Oh, you have to believe in Jesus. And listen, it's not Jesus and or Jesus, but it is Jesus and Jesus alone. And this is what Paul begged the church of Galatia to remember. It is Christ who has set you free. The law didn't. Some other dead religious system didn't. But it was Christ because there were other religious systems around. Look, there was Pan. A pan was worshipped not far from there. He was a half goat, half man, you know, God, and he was God of fertility, and they sacrificed animals to him, even sacrificed babies to him. That didn't bring you to life. That just brought you to death and frustration. There was Artemides, or Artemis, rather. Artemis was in Ephesus, and, and Artemis was worshipped. Big temple to Artemis, a female a goddess um, with a bow. She's depicted with a bow and a deer by her side. Uh, Artemis was a big god, Right. But that never brought life, neither. It just brought emptiness and frustration. Now, there where, where they were, right here in Galatia, um, Agnesus, Agnesus, Agnesus was, was worshipped. And Agnesus was a, a, a really, they, they said Agnesus was the god, but what happened is they found a rock, a black rock, put it in a shrine, and began to work, worship that. Life has never come from a rock. <laughs> so Paul is begging us here, in this first verse of chapter 5, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Stand firm in the freedom that comes by faith in Christ alone. And guess what will happen? You know what will happen. You'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And Lord, I pray that every person will walk in the freedom that you guarantee in the person of Jesus Christ. We ask this to be true. And it's in your name we pray, Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.